Ladies and gentlemen, from the Christmas celebration at Dollywood, it's the Ed and Bob Show. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you and you and you. Hey, good morning, Mr. Brantley. Hey, Bob. Boy, it's great to stay up late and go to Dollywood. That's right. Boy, Christmas is here. Boy, isn't it beautiful? I walked around the park before we got started. Yeah. It's really nice. It's really nice. Hate to say goodnight. So good morning. Good morning. Some beams will soon sound through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Hey, everybody. We're glad you're here. He's Ed. I'm Bob. It's the Ed and Bob Show. As he said, number 82, I think. Or you meant to say yeah, that. Yeah, it is 82. <laughs> no, oh, I didn't say it. I don't know, but here we are. Are Dollywood. This is kind of neat that we go different places to do the show. So we walked around Dollywood a little bit. You were on the golf cart, and uh, <laughs> yeah. but the boy, you know, it's almost overnight they change it from from you know what it is to the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and then to Christmas. Christmas. Four days. It's amazing. It is. How many billions of lights do you think they have? Oh my gosh, it's unreal. Well, what a perfect time to go to Dollywood, and I yeah. think uh, if you go to Dollywood during Christmas, Dolly's there every day. Oh. Right. Hey, no, no, that's not true. But <laughs> sounds good. Well, how you doing, Mr. Bradley? I'm doing great, buddy. Tell everybody the next what's going to happen here in the next 30 minutes. Well, we're going to do some of our regular things, and we're going to talk about the Ed and Bob Awards Ooh. for the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Also, we have our questions of the day, and we're going to tease our topic of the day. There We're going to tease it because you don't want to get, you don't want to hold it. You just want to tease it. <laughs> now I got it. I didn't, I wasn't sure what you were talking about. Now I get it. All right. Well, here we go then. Um, we can get into some news if you'd like. But right. we also, before we really jump in there, tell everybody what we're going to do here at the end of the year uh, as we look back on 2019. Well, we would like to have some recommendations and nominations from you our listeners, Mm -hmm. about people who have influenced your life and people you think we should give an award to. It's not going to be an actual award. It's going to be on the It's going to be a virtual award. But, you know, the thing is, um, we just want to honor and mention people that have made a difference. It can be in the world. It can be in the United States. It could be um, because we live in the state of Tennessee. I know we have a lot of listeners that are not in Tennessee, but we live in Tennessee. Or And you and I may have some people we want to mention in East Tennessee. And it could be your church. It could Mm -hmm. be it could be anything like that. Someone who's made a difference and an influence and you like to recognize them. And we're going to narrow down the categories, and we haven't done that yet, but we're, Ed and I have been kind of thinking like uh, one of the uh, what the most influential a thing that happened or it's a per, some person that influenced something like Ed was talking about. Also, maybe the man and the woman of the year. We're mm-hmm. thinking about we may do that. And yeah. it may be more like statewide, and it may be in the United States or the world. So we'll nail those down and have them coming up in future shows. But we'd like for you to nominate, and we're going to tell you how to contact us, right? I'd like the grandmother of the year. <laughs> hey, that's everyone I'm by, golly. <laughs> so we got any news? We got a little bit of time to get into news? Yeah, I got some. Do kids belong in restaurants? Do they belong in restaurants? Yeah. 
Only the well-behaved ones. free. <laughs> yeah. Well, children are not known for the table manners. Still, a Minnesota Arby's warned that kids do not keep their food on their trays and bottoms in their seats. They'll be asked to leave. Whoa. How about that? An, uh, Hardee's or Arby's? Arby's. Really? Only well-behaved children are welcome on a sign spotted by a mother of five who photoed it and put it on Facebook. Well, that's the only kids they're allowed to, uh, when I go with my kids. They were, <laughs> I would violate the rules myself. <laughs> no, you, know. you know, when I, my kids were young, um, it, we were sitting there, and one of them just would not stop whatever. I would say, if you continue to do this, you and I will go and sit in the car while everybody else has their meal. And I will miss my meal, mm-hmm. but you, you and I will go to the car. And after once or twice of doing that, then they realized that when I said that, I was actually going to do it. And so they, they kind of changed their tune. But you didn't get to eat, right? I know, but it was... Discipline. It, it was, you showed them the way. Bob. I gave it away. You showed them. You showed them, Bob. I gave up. And then went home and ate something. <laughs> Some better. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's a Maryland bank customer who made a large withdrawal. You've done mm-hmm. that before. Yeah. You know, like you can buy something. You sure. Make a big well, then a teller from their bank came to the home and forced his way inside in an attempted robbery. The bank teller? Yeah. After work, he came to that person's house, got the address and everything, and and tried to rob them. Well, shouldn't they be like somebody that's been uh, some sort of... Vetted? Yeah, vetted. Uh, you know, what are the... You would think. The, um, what am I trying to say? The... Uh, Honest? Well, no, but they, they had given the test. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. You yeah, steal so. stuff, you ever been, yeah, you know, and a, a background check and things like that. That's hard to believe. Well, this kid was 19, and mm-hmm. the people he tried to rob of course was 78 years old and and it uh, they rang the doorbell and he, he started assaulting the 78 year old man who answered the door wow and uh, the woman at home which was his wife intervened and the guy ran off so didn't get anything and he lost his job wow i mean you know you open the door and you go hey yeah, i have a deposit you for you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. wow all right we gotta move out of the news ed we've got other things to do we're gonna start with our question of the day and you get to go first all right do you go to christmas parades I have, because uh, you know very well, you and I put on a Christmas parade for uh, many, many years. Well, it's that time of year, almost every yeah. weekend now. You know, there's a mm-hmm. Christmas parade, and now they're getting Christmas parades in small communities. Not just big ones, but mm-hmm. small communities. Everybody wants one, don't they? Do they? Yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> I mean they're all around the East Tennessee area. Yeah. You've been the, you know, the Grand Marshal of many over the years. Well, I remember, well... Yeah, I was. Yeah. The one in Greenback that went around the block. <laughs> Twice. I saw the same people. I said, hey, Glenda, there's your mother. <laughs> Yo, man. Oh, boy. Well, you know, do you like to... I like to go to Christmas parades. Um, I do not... Um, care uh, to go to one if it's really, really cold. Like, when I see them at the Thanksgiving Day Parade or the Macy's Parade or wherever that is on Thanksgiving Day in New York... Everybody looks so cold, and I would say I can't enjoy that. And then I see the parade in Pasadena. I'm going, hey, now that, <laughs> <laughs> or the I could do that. And then they have the one from um, Orlando, uh, Orlando yeah. at uh, Disney World. Now yeah. those are all right, but I do yeah. not want to freeze to death. No, I don't. We've done it. that too many. Oh, we've boy. done Christmas parades in the rain and everything else. <laughs> oh, you know, goodness. don't want to go back and do that. Yeah. So um, yeah, there you go. Do you do you like to go to them? I do. Uh, I like to stand and watch the kids go by and things. Mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily 
you know, you get in it and you're waving at people, and you can tell they're all going, "Who's that?" <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? Yo, yo, yo. Exactly. All right. Here's my question for the day. All right. Do you use and trust these rideshare services like Uber? And Lyft and whatever else there is. Do you ever use them? I haven't, but I know my daughter uses them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, if things don't change in my life, I will start using them. Well, <laughs> let me let the and then the next part here. Do you trust them? Because okay, anybody I think yeah could sign up and be an Uber driver, right? Well, they check you. How do they check you? Well, they check your driving record and they see if really see. I'll see if you're on a wanted list or something like that. Oh, I didn't know they checked you out. I think they do. Well, uh, I just, I just, I don't, I don't, to me, it, it's like getting in a car with somebody you never met in your life, and I didn't know they'd been checked out. But how do I know they've been checked out? You don't know. You know, and, you and, know. and the car is supposed to be new and stuff, and you get, I've yeah. been in some, and yeah. they're like, there's crap in the back seat, and they're old, and it's got a dent <laughs> in the yeah. side, and you're going, mm-hmm. Now, my sister in law lived uh, in Washington. Mm-hmm. And they're retired now. But when she was going to the Pentagon or where she's going to work, mm-hmm. she would get in the snail line. Do you know what the snail line no, is? No, never heard okay. of that. You can go to a bus stop, yeah. and there's the regular transit line, and then there's a snail line. And so the people in the snail line would stand there until somebody came and picked them up in their car. And it gave that car access to the fast lane. You're kidding no. me. You had to have so many people in your car to get in the fast lane with like four people. I but think. you could get in a car with a mugger or something. Could. But going it, really fast. <laughs> 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 that I don't know that now that I think about it, that's a little creepy. Yeah. And she's still getting Christmas cards from Really? So people. that that goes okay? She had any no. bad creepy people? No. And I don't know if they still do that, but that's it was called the snail line. Well my wife does Uber a lot, but she travels a lot and she'll do that and uh, lift sometimes. And I've done it a few times right here with my American Express card. I get fifteen dollars a month free on uber hmm. so i don't you know i don't know if it's some place where you go and there's not gonna be parking now like downtown we've done it some but i still think a sing a woman by herself should be somewhat careful and my, my wife when she's out of town always tries to go with a group of her friends right. when they're going to work or back and forth or whatever also if you're out drinking you should use them well yeah i mean yeah. i think i think these uh lyft and uber have cut down on duis absolutely and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. All right, Ed, tell everybody what our topic of the day is, then you've got a sponsor. All right, our topic of the day, ladies and gentlemen, is religious snake handlers. Mm-hmm. That's not your run-of-the-mill snake handlers. Mm-hmm. You won't find them at the zoo. Makes me Whew. shiver. Let me tell you about a place. I don't think they have snakes there, but they do have some animals here. At Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies. They have a live show almost all the time, all day long. At 9.30, all the way up until 10 o'clock at night, you can pick up some live shows there. Lots of entertainment, lots of fish, lots of fun. Live mermaids and, and <laughs> bear and the dead ones. You got yeah, <laughs> so I love that place. Listen, and they're open yeah Christmas time. I mean, it's warm in there. So if you're going up to Gatlinburg to spend the holidays, go by Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies and check out the live shows and check out what's going on there because it is a great place to go. It really is. Bob and I love it. We do. We enjoyed. Hey, today's topic, Ed, is. 
people that handle snakes in religious services, does it still go on? You know, I, I want to go back, what was it? Well, it was like the mid-80s when it was all the rage. Didn't this basically start up in the Appalachian area? That's where we are. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, yeah. uh, that, isn't that where it really came from? Well, I think it really got popular and topic when... Uh, uh, what was, the, what was the TV show? Uh, Justified. Justified. Remember they had the church. Oh, yeah. yeah they that's right. I forgot snake. about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Snakes. But it is. it does kind of come from Kentucky. Yeah. I saw where um, uh, even around Middlesbrough, there have been several ministers that died yeah. from handling snakes. So what we're talking about is people that handle snakes in a religious service and it's not that they're worshiping the snakes. What they're saying is that from the Bible, there are instances where the Bible says you will be able to uh, uh, take up um, serpents right. uh, and not be afraid. Let's see. It says um, in Acts 28, it'll say something about Paul was bitten by a venomous viper and suffered no harm. Mm -hmm. uh, also in Mark 16... It says, in my name, you shall cast out devils, as shall speak in new tongues. They shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. So also in some of these service, uh, services, they also drink strychnine. Right. Have you ever been to a service at Hound Snakes? I've been to a church when I was at a radio station and doing some investigating in this, that up in Upper East Tennessee, around mm -hmm. Lafalague, that did. Yeah, they were not doing it at the time I was there. Yeah, Lafala, that one is that the same one? that's really yeah. been in the news a lot. They didn't like to do it in front of the press. Ah. So uh, at any rate, you know it, it. It it's it's pretty amazing to me. You know, it, I imagine there saw probably some churches that probably need some snakes to get the people excited. Well, I, well, <laughs> I was reading some of this stuff. You know, they're jumping up and down. They're howling yeah. the snakes and they're Passing yelling around and everything. Yeah, and and I just here's the thing: Do you, if you are a true believer of God, if you are a strong Christian, should you? be able to live through a snake bite? I guess that depends on God. So but it, 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 I mean, I wouldn't test him. Well, I don't, I just, I'm I, not going to test him. Didn't and, and, God give you common sense no, and no, knowledge no, no. Yeah. to know what's good and bad, yeah. just like in the Garden of Eden? Yeah. You know. So, yeah, you know, and, and also the, a lot of problems took, arise, too, because in this area, in East Tennessee and mm -hmm. southeastern Kentucky, the, uh, the officials won't, won't, they won't prosecute these churches. Yeah, I saw that. They, They're not going to prosecute them. Because it's, 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 and there's, it's untold how many people actually die from it. Yeah, they, they probably don't. Uh, mm. I mean, you don't know that they were bidden in the church service. They may have said, oh, no, they were just leaving the you know, the church or something, I bet. But uh, this guy that supposedly is the godfather, if you will, of snake handlers, George Went Hensley, lived from 1880 to 1955. And oddly enough, he died from a snake bite. So that should tell you something and i'm not trying to um 
I don't think we're trying to make fun of somebody's religious experience by any means. I guess what we're, I'm saying is it makes me nervous when um, you are tempting God. I, that's why I kind of feel like some of this is. Because um, you are given knowledge about, you know, if this thing is poisonous, right. why would you want to handle it? Here's a particular church, and I'll just read it briefly, just mm-hmm. part of the service. Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock, Tabernacle Church of God, service about to begin. The band, two electric guitars, a bass, drums, tambourine, organ, has been playing softly for several minutes. But now as a 22-year-old pastor strides in, they crank it up to a fever pitch. The rockability beat driving the faithful to a celebratory mood. And that's when the rattlesnakes appear. They're unlocked from a plexiglass carrying case near the pulpit. Hmm. Hamblin grabs them seemingly without fear. He jigs to the music, moving his hands and feet in time, flinging around the snakes in his hands. He's always keeping one eye on them. It's... Is it something to, to, to stir people up uh, as well? well as I, I think it's a tradition <clears throat> in certain areas. I've been to some churches that um, it's not what you normally see where they get all they get riled up. I remember one time uh, somebody told me about a church they went to that it was called it was up in the woods. You couldn't even get to it with a car. You had to walk up a path and they were holy rollers. You ever heard this? No, go ahead. And and I never heard I, mean, I heard holy rollers, but yeah. I didn't know what they meant. But at the end of the service, they lay down on the floor and roll out the door. <laughs> now that's a real holy and, roller. And that's how they got the name Holy Roller. Are you kidding? I swear. Me? And they rolled out the door. Well, I always thought a holy roller was somebody that shouted during the service. That's what I thought. You know, I remember sitting in a Baptist church in Strawberry Plains, and I was just a kid, and all of a sudden somebody started screaming and everything, and mm-hmm. this woman speaking was, in tongues. Yeah, and this woman was shouted and running around the aisle and everything, and I thought, oh my God, I thought I was going to die. Now listen, I, again, I'm no, I'm not making fun of people that believe that this is their religion and their experience with God. I just am uncomfortable with it. And God bless you, and I keep you safe if you do handle snakes yeah, yeah. and do things like this. It's yeah. all through Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, Kentucky, North Carolina, Tennessee, West Virginia, South Carolina. Now, every place has now outlawed handling of snakes in religious services. But like you said, even if it goes on and they are cited, no judge ever no, convicts it, them. It's a religious service. So, yeah, it's against the laws. So is smoking marijuana. But it, it, it's it's a religious service. So they're, it's not enforced. To that the only church known to do it is Tabernacle Church of God and La, La Follette that, that is known to do it. There may be more. Mm-hmm. Um, would you do it? Would you, would, handle, I, would you handle a snake? No. I don't know. Not think, a poisonous snake. No. I don't think I would either. I just... Mm-hmm. And uh, I know when you did sound off in WIBK, you had a lot of people on the air talking about it, and they really they were, they were had no fear. Well, most most of them that, are, that feel that way grew up in a church that did it. Mm-hmm. And see, when you go to a church like that, like yep. this Tabernacle Church, you don't start out doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a youngster or something, and you don't do it from day one. You see other people doing it, and you kind of get in the the groove of it and so it honestly a lot more people don't get bit that get bit well i saw where one pastor's got charged with attempted murder of his wife because his wife he held the snake out or something and that snake bit her hmm. so 
<laughs> but we, surely they don't let their little kids handle them. No, they don't. Uh, okay. All right, we got to move on, Ed. That's uh, All right. a wild topic. I don't know Woo-hoo. what to think about that. Still giving but, me uh, chills. Tell everybody what's coming up, and then i got something to talk about. All right, coming up, we're going to talk about our mailbox. We're going to talk about complaints, and we've got a lot of good mail to talk about, too. And here's Bob. Yeah, you know, athletes need a good... A full night's sleep to ensure their bodies recover. Like me and Ed, we always get a good night's sleep so our bodies will recover. If you work and play like an athlete, though, you need a solid night's sleep. Time to lie down and check out the latest M. Lilly mattresses. M. Lilly foam and hybrid mattresses are the most comfortable mattresses you will ever lay on. Find out why their customers are raving about the latest beds. They uh, ship your dream bed directly to your door. You can visit mlillyusa.com to find a retailer near you or visit their new showroom. This is where their national headquarters are. It's in Farragut, uh, Kingston Pike, next to the Fresh Market. M. Lilly will improve your life. There you go. I know what that is. Oz from Farragut says, Why doesn't Farragut have its own police force? If it's a city... I know Ed has the answer yeah, to this you got one. That, buddy. It's been a crawl up my back for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So why don't they have their own police force, Mr. Brantley? You know, out there enforcing the laws. They don't have to. <laughs> why? Because Knox County Sheriff does it for them. <laughs> but that doesn't seem right. They're a no, city. No, it doesn't. I know it. They're a city. They have taxpayers and everything, but they don't have to. What about that money you get from the red light, like from yeah, you? Exactly. <laughs> the red That's the, their police department. The red light at Good uh, grief. Hamill Station Road and going into Turkey Creek. I wonder how much they make off of that. Oh, a bunch. Really? They got me. So do you think they're going to have a police department eventually? I don't think so. Is it because they're so peace-loving out there in Farragut? Absolutely. It's a quiet little community. (laughs) They don't handle anything out there. I haven't heard a siren out there, and I don't know when. (laughs) (laughs) So no police force in the near future. And you don't see any police cars either. Oh, man. I think uh, Knox County does have a uh, what do you call it? One of those little uh, yeah, precincts out there at Turkey Creek. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What else we got here? All right, open let's another, another one. Up. Okay. Patty says, "Who do you think will be the next Knox County Law Director?" You know, this will be an interesting thing, uh, and that being because the new Knox County Mayor, the uh, wrestler. Uh, um, uh, Glenn Jacobs. Yeah. Uh, well, he's, he's still wrestling and stuff. Um, I don't think he gets along with the current law director from what it seemed like in the news over various things. So, if a new Knox County law director is going to be elected, and from our stance, we're the only county, Knox County is the only county that has an elected law director in the state of Tennessee. Hmm. So, what if somebody is elected that doesn't get along with the current mayor? Is is that okie dokie, or is that a checks and balance of the mayor, or is that something that hinders the mayor? Well, I, I think it could hinder him or go along, but you just look at Trump, how many people he's gotten rid of that doesn't get along with him. Well, you can't get rid of the law director. It's no, elected. you can't. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, in the city of Knoxville, it's appointed, as in all the other counties in the state of Tennessee. So, anyway, the election's going to be coming up. The primary, I think, is February of 2020. How many people are running? So far, only one. David Book, who is the assistant Knox County Law Director. And I'm wondering if... um, You'll see, like the administration, like the mayor's office, put up their candidate, if you will. 
or other groups that may bring forward attorneys, but they'll have to come in the next few months if the primary is in February. Yeah, and then it's, it's nonpartisan, isn't it? No, it'll be partisan. Oh, is it partisan? Okay. Yeah, Republican, Democrats, and then they'll face off in the uh, general election. I guess that's April-ish. Probably, yeah. yeah, probably April. Yeah. So, anyway, I think it'll be David Book, personally, because I think he's an extremely intelligent gentleman, and I hope he does well. And uh, that's well, my, I do, too. That's just my personal and opinion. he certainly I, has experience, too. He, yeah, he used to be in the law firm with uh, former Congressman uh, Jimmy Duncan. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. There's All your right. answer, Patty. Now, where we go? Oh, this is the Ed and Bob show. That's where we there go. There we go. And then we're going to, uh, before we get into our complaints, Ed, tell everybody what our next show is going to be about, because it's really an interesting topic. How many people are in the prison, or in prison, if you look at the world? What country imprisons the most people? What's the average sentence for somebody in prison? Wow. It's going to be our next show. That'll be an interesting it show. I, it's I, I I couldn't tell you right now how many people are in prison, but we'll find out. A lot. <laughs> Just as long as it isn't me. A lot. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to some complaints. What you got? All right. Here's one I've got. I went to the grocery store, mm-hmm. and it, you know, and around this time of year, a lot of people are going shopping at grocery stores because sure. you got you got all these meals and you got people you got to fix food <clears> for. Well, now grocery stores are doing this thing where you can. Uh, Either text ahead or call ahead, and they'll get your groceries together and all that. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, I mean, that aisle is only so big. And you've got these big, green, wide, buggy cart things that these kids are going through. They're getting things for people's grocery list. Oh, those are the shopper people? Yeah. That, those big green containers. I haven't even seen them. I, I don't go into my wife does all the shopping. So there's. Oh, yeah. They roll down the aisle with the stuff. They're gathering up the yeah, stuff. Yeah. And there's a bunch of them. There's in, in each really? aisle. There's a bunch. Yeah, it's, it's a very popular thing. Well, you can't get around them. Well, I'm gonna have to go hang out at the grocery store. <laughs> see so, are you saying that those people online are becoming more important than Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Brantley coming down the aisle uh, with their buggy going? Yeah. Excuse me. Excuse, could you give me a hey, pickup? Yeah, I, I need to. Wow. I think so. So but, more and more people must be doing that. Yes. Then won't you do it? No. I think I would be charged the most. Your wife's back there shaking her head. We're not doing that. I th- it seems like to me you couldn't price shop. You'd end up with the yeah, most expensive true. stuff. Well, you can price shop online. Oh, you can? Yeah. You can see all the different items? Yeah. And you, that's where you collect. Can you use coupons and stuff? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, it's a pretty simple thing. Oh, your wife says she likes to look and shake well, the boxes yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, so that's not going to happen okay. for the Brantleys. I'm just letting no. you know. <laughs> right, so I, got a, I got a complaint. You know, I, everybody complains and moans and groans about everything that the president does. And one of the things that's always, you know, when Nixon brought people back from Vietnam, uh, they said, you know, communism would just take over the world. And, of course, that never happened with the domino effect. But <clears throat> I am always have been a proponent of having as little military spread around the world as sometimes some administrations have had. And Trump brought uh, a thousand of military out of Syria. And everybody started complaining to him about that. And uh, now I know some of those people went to Iraq, but I think any time we can get our troops back out from policing the entire world, I think personally is better. Now, but the left seems to have jumped all over him because 
you know, whereas before they wanted the troops back, and now when he pulls some back, they didn't like it. Yeah, it's just a talking point to them. So it, it, it gives them something. Because that's what a Republican would do, would be strong in in military. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when it, I read that when our troops came out of Iraq, the Russians went in. Mm-hmm. So it, does that doesn't make any difference to me. They can have it as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, I'm a oh, little bit. Yeah. I got a lot of that going on, too. I'm tired of us policing the exactly. world. Exactly. If they want it, let them have it. <clears throat> you remember when they said we pulled out Vietnam, everything, every, all those mm-hmm. countries would become communist. Mm-hmm. Well, that's never happened. No, it hasn't. You still got North and South Korea? And now Americans are going to Vietnam more than ever. Yeah. And it hasn't happened. People go to China. Yeah. Well... I, I, anyway, I just think it's the, the we need to keep a, an eye on what goes on in the world, but we don't have to police the entire exactly. world. Exactly, I feeling. totally so. agree. With All right, tell everybody how they can listen to this, Ed. Will you go online to edandbob.com, mm-hmm. where the Ed and Bob Show is available? And when you go on there, you'll see a little square down at the bottom there, and you can write a question or give us your nomination of who you think will get an award. Download the Apple Podcast app or the TuneIn app. Search Ed and Bob and be sure to subscribe on Alexa in your Alexa skill settings. Enable TuneIn. And then tell Alexa to go to TuneIn. She'll ask you what you want to hear and you tell her exactly this. Ed and Bob Show. That's just that easy. Now, we love comments. And as you're talking about, you know, we need your comment on these awards as we go into the end of the year. We want to bring out uh, right the new year some mm-hmm. new awards. So get to the comment section or email us, edandbob at yahoo.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Ed and Bob Knox, at Ed Brantley, at Bob Thomas Knox. And on Facebook, we're there, too, uh, facebook.com slash edandbob. Uh, let's see, Ed, any corrections? You want to apologize for anything? No, but many thanks to Dollywood for letting us be here today. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah, it is. It's a lot Everyone should come up to Dollywood and visit. It's so nice, and we do appreciate the hospitality here. Got another business shout-out that we've kind of started doing, Fleetwood Photo. Oh, yeah, you know, Bearden Hill. Yeah, Frank up yeah. on Bearden Hill there. Yeah. You know, they're changing their name. Really? To the Print Refinery. Wow. Yeah. So they're going to be the Fleetwood Photos been there for like 35 years, and they're changing their name to Print Refinery. And but Frank and uh, his family and everybody there does such a great job, and they listen. We appreciate that. And Mr. Brantley is going to tell you what's coming up on our next show. How many people are in prison in the world? What Mm. country imprisons the most people? Mm. Who is it? We'll find out next time. All right. Hey, Ed, I enjoyed it. Thank you, Bob. See you, brother. She kissed me like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in the boat? My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just the beginning My life is gonna be beautiful I've sunshine enough to spread It's just like the fella said 